Merson has scored. Arsenal legend Paul Merson, John O'Shea, and Wes Brown are coming to Dublin. It's an exclusive off-air event. So if you want to be there, get onto offtheball.com forward slash events. Just eat the official food delivery partner of the UEFA Champions League. So joining me here now is Paul Murphy. Uh, Paul, your assessment of that match here today between Kilkenny and Galway? Yeah, interesting match. Uh, I think both teams will, will take something going forward, really, until uh, the next game, potentially, where they'll be playing the Leinster final. But, um, look, there was interest in all around, you know, some of the matchups there as well. Owen Cody coming away with six points on Jack Grealish, you know, and he started off really well. Brian Concanon, who, you know, I suppose didn't light it up last week, had one three within the first 15 minutes again here this week. And the likes of Evan Island grew into the game, particularly in the second half. Galway will be happy, 14 different scorers from my count. Kilkenny with 10 different scorers. So there's lots to pick through for both teams, really. But I suppose that the game kicked at times and there was a bit of a spark but coming for hopefully or potentially a Leinster final between, between these two teams, they'll expect a bit more fire from both sides. You were looking at Owen Cody today, hitting six pints, I think it was, and uh, like any time you're getting six pints from play, you're looking at man of the match status. But uh, Galway had a few match winners of their own there, Brian Coycana with an excellent early goal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, six points from play from from in any match is, is a great return. Uh, certainly, you know, Derek Ling will be delighted with that with Owen Cody contributing that way. You know, you see TJ steady from the freeze. Good spread of scorers as well. Um, even as far as back as Mikey Butler chipping in with a point, David Blanchfield. So there was, there was a good spread across the team. But, you know, like we're saying, Galway will be happy enough as well. Once Evan Island got into the groove and particularly the subs, you know, the subs that came on, Jason Flynn got a pint Declan McLaughlin got a pint Liam Collins got a pint you know Henry will be extremely happy with that so you know it's, it's great to have one or two players really firing and, and taking on the bulk of the scores but when you have the spread coming across the pitch it makes it a lot harder for the next team you're approaching to kind of say right we don't we have one or two players who want to tie down but these lads can score from anywhere so that's something that Henry will be delighted with with having 14 different scores and Kilkenny at 10 as well so Derek will be satisfied with that also we asked Henry there afterwards about uh, Conor Whelan's substitution because he's one of their star players. He said it was a tactical move, but the sub got the equaliser. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You know, um, I was looking at it there. Conor Whelan, he was brought off and McLaughlin comes on 69th minute. You'd be kind of looking at it. Maybe you leave Conor Whelan on. He might get a ball. The ball might break off and that's the kind of things they're looking for. But it just goes to show you. And, and you know, the players for Galway will have a look at this as well to say that, look, regardless who we think we are or if we have a reputation for maybe getting a few scores, you know, if Henry sees fit that you're going to come off for someone else to come on and particularly even for the subs that Henry obviously saw whatever he sees in training there that someone, there might be a gap for McLaughlin to come on there and he might have suited the the last few minutes of the game and you know I paid dividends in the end because the subs that he did introduce got the scores and it was important as well for Galway to stay in touch and then in the last few minutes that they were in touch they were able to get close in on them scores I mean they had 12 wides across the game which again Henry will look to improve on but 12 wides isn't bad hitting either when teams hit up into the further into the teens and into the 20s that's concerned then but you know he'll be very happy that the introducing a man for Conor Whelan that it paid off in the end and, and Galway subs will also look at that going forward that Henry's not afraid to make decisions that way. Uh, you hurled with Henry Shefflin, you hurled with Derek Ling, you know, did you feel that was something added today or, you know, is it just for supporters? How, how does all that how is it approached by the players, the management, all that? Yeah, to be honest, you, you nearly forget about it at this stage. I know the novelty at the start when Henry was going to Galway, I suppose it was really just that Henry had taken a big inter-county job, you know, but you kind of nearly forgot coming into the grounds here today that, you know, you had Henry on the far sideline and Derek, you know, at the end of the day, Henry was, Henry was standing out there today, 
you know, as as a, as a Galway man, I suppose you want to call him for today. He wants a Galway to win. He wants to put their best foot forward. Yeah, Derek and himself used to play against each other, but I don't think that probably even came into their mind today. You know, because it doesn't play any factor on the game whatsoever. Um, even the likes of you know Owen Cody being related to Henry Sheffield and all these things. I suppose they're side stories in some way. They don't really play into the game, and I guarantee with the intensity that that game was played, you know, players don't have time to think about these these things in the run into it. Yeah, and uh, both teams just rock on now. It's uh, next weekend, next game. That's it. Um, no major scalp for either team. Draw, draw game. You know, at the final whistle there, there's kind of, considering it was intense coming into the last few minutes, you know, a draw game kind of leaves with a, a funny taste in the mouth afterwards. So, um, look, both teams will be just looking to kick on at this stage. You know, Wexford and Dublin now will also be looking to say, OK, maybe a draw game. Maybe that's an opportunity for one of us to step in here and take a scalp and that's the way they look at it but for Kilkenny or Galway both teams wanted to win you know they want to come away with maybe even the, the psychological battle being won because look every I suppose the neutral supporter will look at this and go we're expecting Galway and Kilkenny to be in the Leinster final this was an opportunity maybe for either team to take a scalp didn't happen so again I suppose it's going to make for harder reading if these two teams meet again it'll make for harder reading because there was no obvious better team out there today Yeah you, you fancy both of these sides for the Leinster final Paul yeah, look, just on form, really. Um, both sides have really strong panels. You know, they've been competing really well over the last few years. You look at Galway last year, pushing Limerick right to the pin of the collar in the semi-final and Kilkenny similarly in the All-Ireland final. Limerick being the standard bearers at the moment, you know, so when you're measuring it off that, they are the two best teams in Leinster at the moment. But look, as Wexford are kind of getting their bandwagon up and going now as well and they'll be happy to see the likes of Lee Chin and these lads coming back for injury. And, you know, we came here last year and Wexford, uh, you know, surprisingly took a scalp off Kilkenny. So Kilkenny and Galway will be saying, OK, we are the favourites, but if we take our mind off it for a second, we leave ourselves open for being bet. But at the moment, it's hard to look past Kilkenny and Galway at the moment. A word on the game Saturday evening between the All-Ireland champions Limerick and Clare Helter Skelter. Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't know what you even take from it. It was just an incredible game. Um, I certainly wasn't expecting the reaction from, from Clare after last week's performance. You'd be expecting a team maybe to be a small bit jarred after it. But they came with huge intensity. You know, they're tackling, and this is a compliment, their tackling was borderline in that they were just going so intense in. Sometimes it worked for them, sometimes it didn't. They gave away a few frees. But in order to turn over Limerick, you know, we've been speaking about it. That's what a team has to attempt to do. And it's not an easy thing. But, you know, it was just, it was an incredible game. You know, it's one of the best games in the last five years. Potential to be the game of the summer. Hopefully another two teams will come along and try and overturn that. But it was just an unbelievable game. And particularly Claire in the last few minutes that they didn't waver. They closed out the game really well they got their scores the likes of Tony Kelly popping up and you know scores all over the pitch Shane O'Donnell was excellent and you know there was just they, anywhere they looked on the night they found him and you know John Connell and David Fitzgerald you could pick so many players from but you know I think everybody afterwards you could see the reaction on social media you know it just got the blood up you knew this was championship hurling and remarkable players just deserve such you know such credit but at the end of the day Limerick aren't out of any championship this could be a chance to press a reset button for Limerick and you know the next team that faces Limerick now could be in for a fair challenge Brilliant and just finally Paul um, championship is in full swing here you know so far who has impressed you is it Kilkenny and Galway from today or Clare Yeah I suppose you'd, um, it's, it's a tough one really uh, the only team that's sitting there now at the moment who, who will be fully happy or Tipperary only after playing one game um, you know I, th I think every team at this stage will be unhappy at certain parts you know Clare 
how they performed against uh, Tipperary, letting in the few goals. You know, Limerick also then after losing to Clare last night. So I think every team at this stage is kind of looking going, geez, we have things to improve on here, but, you know, we're doing a lot of positive stuff. So obviously Clare off the bounce of Limerick, they'll take huge confidence from that. You know, Watford put in a great performance against Limerick, but at the end of the day came away with nothing. They're, as we speak, I suppose, they're looking to take a scalp off Cork as well. So, you know, we haven't gone deep enough into this championship yet for any team to be saying, you know, we're really laying a claim down for this. One or two more games will really make it take shape. But for the neutral or for the hurling supporter, it's wide open at the moment. And I think that's really what we all want.